This is awesome. Oh, fuck. Hey. Good to see you among the living, man. Check it out. It's the latest talent mix. Thanks, Pete. Good to see you all among the living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talon Mix. It is our Smallville recap podcast. Uh, let's see, Zach and I, we watched Smallville together in college, and now we are doing it again in our 30s. I'm Brian, here with Zach. Zach, do you remember much of this episode? When did you watch it? <laughs> You mean, do I remember from when I watched it earlier today? Yes. Yes, I, I remember some. Yeah. Great. So I Great. remember a few Great. moments. So I watched it yesterday, and I'm struggling, pal. <laughs> <laughs> after coming off of one, after coming off the hundo, and like uh, there being just a lot to like grasp onto, even though we didn't like love it. There was still like a lot to die. I'm like, fuck. It was God. big. I'm sweating, man. Not a, not a, there's some good stuff in this episode. I wouldn't say it's a strong hundo follow up. <laughs> no, this is like a mid season filler episode, which it is the middle of the season, but coming right after such a monumental one, it's like, oh, we're just kind of, we're going to do a, we're cooling down. We're doing a cool down you here. You think? Like, okay, we're going to do a big advertising push for the 100th episode, right? A major character's going to die. We're going to make right. a whole big thing of it. So, like, the episode after should also be a banger, right? Not that not that Hundo was a banger, but do you we should be, that, like, still firing. Do you think maybe they thought that the Batman-esque vigilante uh, at the center of this was going to... Uh, attract more viewers than it did or maybe it did attract a lot of viewers but was going to be cooler some, than it was there's some niche elements in this episode that have me thinking may, maybe they were kind of i think they thought there's some elements here yeah. that are not that effective that maybe they hoped would be right there's a lot of nods toward clark's future more than usual uh, right this is a definitely another in the long ever-growing list of entries in the show that we can call not batman mm-hmm mm -hmm. there's a lot of not batman episodes in retrospect and i understand i understand we've talked about it before batman batman was for the real stuff Batman was for the legit stuff for the films, right? This, they the weren't going to let them. The the, the creators Batman tried in the fucking show for sure. The creators tried desperately to get him. Uh, they couldn't work it out. Yeah, it wrong, wrong, wrong call, wrong call. Um, it's it's like the idea that it would have been confusing or cheapened something. It's like. No one got confused about Batman the animated series. Like, <laughs> you know, I do. I do just I will forever wonder what the Smallville, the CW version of Batman would look like. I mean, I'm Surely guessing it, that it, it, lo sorry, go it ahead. looks it looks like the show Arrow, probably pretty close. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I surely more than once the writer's room went, God! Let us have him. <laughs> <laughs> Just banging fists on the. No one in that room didn't want to write Batman. No one was sitting there like, no. "I'm glad we don't have Batman because that guy would get shot 
immediately. <laughs> I mean, I think they basically accept they're never going to get Batman next season. And that's when they introduced the Green Arrow. And yeah. uh, that's pretty much what I think what they would have done. Because Green Arrow is basically a Batman knockoff anyway, right? I mean, I guess so. I, I, I haven't gone ever that deep into Green Arrow, but it makes sense. It makes they yeah. have similar vibes, similar backstories ish, I think. They're both billionaires who lost their parents and good enough. Good enough. Um, crime fighters. But man, we got we got a little while before that. Just Arrow shows up this season, right? No, the beginning of next season. Very Son early next season. Could have sworn. Um, so uh, this week we watched Vengeance. It's the 13th episode in the fifth season of Smallville. It's the 101st episode overall. It aired February 2nd, 2000. And six uh, production code is two T six, four, one, three. In case you were interested. I know okay, that, of course. Let me write because that I'm down. reading direct. <laughs> I'm reading directly uh, from the Smallville wiki. Smallville dot fandom dot com. I guess we can get right into the recap, right? Let's do it. Let's go. There's too much important stuff. Probably somewhere in this episode to talk about Clark is in the barn trying to repair the tractor, repeatedly breaking tools in frustration. Zach, does this count as broken farm equipment? I wrote it down and was going to ask you. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about broken... I don't know if we've ever established this. I haven't gone back to like the official constitution of our podcast, where, of course, we establish all these rules. But like, do we need to see the farm equipment break? He's fixing a tractor that is broken. Is that inherently broken farm equipment? A wrecked car is not a car wreck, you know? Right, yeah. I would say we need to see it break, Would I would say. Okay. But he does break the tool. Right, the tool breaks. Is that farm equipment? Yes, its primary use is on a farm. See, yeah, it it is on a farm. But you can use it in non-farm settings too, right? Yeah, right. It's if someone had a tractor just at their suburban house, that wouldn't make it not farm equipment, right? Yes, exactly. It's still farm equipment. You just shouldn't have it at your suburban house. I want want, it. I want it so bad. I want this to count. It's been a while since we've had broken farm equipment. I just don't know if it does. I we may need to bring the commission. Uh, <laughs> don't please don't bother her with this. No, don't I don't bother her with this. All right, I guess not. I guess I guess we can settle this. I guess we can settle this in the house. <laughs> um, if you've never, if uh, this is your first episode, sometimes we go to my wife who does not watch Smallville or want to, who does not want to be want to participate in this capacity is not interested. Um, Sometimes we make her settle disputes. She has seen three episodes of Smallville. She's seen three episodes of Smallville. That does not mean watch Smallville. (laughs) I was looking ahead at the episodes coming up and I'm so excited for the the, uh, Lionel Luther Saw knockoff episode. (sighs) That's going to be Emily's episode this year. That's the one. That's the one. Saw X. Saw X. We're trying to go this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Is it come out this weekend? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have We're the reviews come out yet? Absolutely not. No, right? no. <laughs> it, 
So I checked on Letterboxd and there's a handful of like best saw movie yet. Oh my God, this is incredible, which is definitely like they've shown it in a city or two and no one wants to say, say like the movie they saw early was lame. That's no good. <laughs> right. I mean, anytime you get those first reactions, it's taken it with a mm-hmm. grain of salt. Oh yeah. I saw they were doing first reactions for that new movie, the creator, and it was like masterpiece, best movie of the year. And now it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah. It So some like New York media people were all like jizzing their pants over it. The people, the people I know who have seen it all really, really liked it. And they all really, really, really fucking liked Rogue One, right, which is a yeah. bad movie for <laughs> dumb people. <laughs> but I will say that got taken away from him. I st- he's still credited director, though, right? He is, but it so was it's still seventy percent his footage. Right. Sure. What's the yes. number? What's the number? I think it's seventy. I think it's I think 70. so too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't I'm hate a- Rogue One, but I do I do think it's overrated. It's. I am interested of um, basically David Ulrich's uh, from IndieWire's review came out with like three stars. I'm like, okay, thank God. So like some sense as like, okay, okay. My my entire worldview is not shifting right now. This guy's kind of a fucking hack. But, um, he's got um, he's got the visual stuff is always done. Yeah, so Rogue One looks fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and I'm sure this is in uh, what Earl Rick talks about in his review is that um, the movie, he says the movie's not great, but what will hopefully catch on is like the movie's not that expensive and looks no. fantastic exactly. compared to I these fucking Marvel movies that cost so much and don't look good. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so hopefully, I, I mean, hopefully they, they to, take an idea there. That has to catch on. It has to. Uh, God, because these budgets are so fucking bloated and they look like shit. But the issues with Rogue One is the the script. The script for Rogue One deeply sucks. And I don't think he wrote Rogue One. So, so he he wrote this or co-wrote this. So maybe we'll find out. Maybe, maybe this is... I, I did enjoy his debut a lot, Monsters. That felt very exciting when I saw it. Um, the, uh, the theater that I saw it in, uh, the Criterion, uh, in New Haven just announced that it is shuttering, uh, October 12th. Uh, very, very sad news. I spent, uh, a lot of my weekends in early 20, in my early twenties going to midnight movies there. Uh, so, Hey, wherever you are, even if you're nowhere near New Haven, Connecticut, please pour one out for my beloved criterion in new haven that's a bummer super bummer super bummer um okay so um is jury out on the farm equipment i think we'll have to think about it yeah yeah we'll come back to it um so i have a clip here should we just should we just go to that we're just gonna start with a clip let's go we're just gonna, i have i have the beginning and the ending great here great in clips And boom, infiltration socket wrench. 
He's back to it. Martha comes in. She's got a box. Engine won't start. Not a. You're home from school early. Yeah, well, I sort of dropped off for the rest of the semester. Clark, how could you do that? Because my dad fucking died. <laughs> um, you know what though? The reason he gives is absolute bullshit. Let's hear it. He says, "You need me here. Yeah, there's too much work to be done." But you need me here. There's too much work to be done, Clark. We all know you can just fucking do the work in a couple the seconds. The idea that Clark needs to drop out of school to make up for the work that Johnny K did is fucking <laughs> stupid. Why do I? I just have an inkling that no productivity has changed on the farm. <laughs> not, not a lick. Right. How long does it take Clark to do the things Johnny K did? I guess the stuff on a tractor, you can't speed that up. I so guess, I that's guess true. but anything f- like physical, he can yeah. just do real I quick. bet if the tractor has to get out to a certain place, I bet he can shave off some time just carrying the tractor one right, handed right. where it's got to go. Or he can just like do it by hand faster than the tractor could. That's a lot of work. I wonder though. if he could. I wonder if he could. Uh, Martha's upset. She's carrying a box. Mom, it's done. Oh, also, my girlfriend is who I think is the love of my life is also like not broken up with me because my dad died. <laughs> but like, it's over. I'm dealing with some stuff right now. Mom, I don't have really have time for fucking Kansas State University. Martha, how's your fucking Senate seat going? Oops. Spoiler. Also, I don't think you have to drop out. I think you can probably do like a deferment or something. I think that's some... basic. He says for the semester specifically okay so like i think that's maybe what he's done like i think you just put a pause on you go to your teachers or to the to the counselor and i think he used the word drop out but that's effectively what has happened uh yeah i agree the governor's office wants to see me something about your father's tenancy surely something ridiculous won't come from Surely this will make complete sense. As much sense as the rest of the political storylines on Smallville have been thus far. Fucking hell. Indeed. It's the last thing I want to do when I have to go to Metropolis. While I'm there, I I thought I'd drop some of your father's clothes off at the homeless shelter. Hey! Is there a homeless shelter in Smallville? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wrote down i wrote the same thing down. you have to go to the fucking metropolis fucking goodwill there's surely there's one? three hours is the closest <laughs> dropbox see this is why when they said that smallville has its own moving company yeah right like you gotta go to fucking metropolis in like we're gonna not just getting right into it she goes to like she doesn't even go to a shelter. She goes to like a box, a drop box. <laughs> in, in the alley where Lex got shot, I'm pretty sure. Called suicide slums. Yeah, people should stop going to this alley. It's bad. All right. <laughs> I'm going to drop these getting... clothes off in the worst part of town because those are the people that need the clothes Not the most. Not to victim blame here, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> Surely the clothes end up in the worst part of town, regardless of where you drop them off. Martha. Yeah, right. Martha. <laughs> All right. I actually do think Tom and, and uh, Annette are doing very, very good, good work. work here. Yeah, very good work. Here. Maybe it's too early to get rid of them, but I, it's so hard seeing them in the closet. I can still smell his aftershave on the shirts. You should take a look, see if there's something you want to keep. Oh, I'm sure there's someone who can use it more than I can. Johnny K's old ratty shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Annette. Hey, uh, you know, Martha's got kind of a, a sad look here. A, a very good communication of like, I kind of wish you'd go through them. Right, exactly. It's yeah, it's good. It's really good. I think your father would have wanted you to have this. Uh, it's a watch. I, I remember the day he taught you how to tell time with it. You should wear it. I'm really impressed here. I think for, I feel like we we're the singular fucking Tom defenders. Every time anyone comes on the show, like, hey, this fucking guy. Look, he's doing a really good. I'm not processing this super well. <laughs> Oh no, he's like I. He's he. The last two seasons, he's been coming into his own, and he's now one he's of the best MV, parts of the he, show. He, he was our MVP last season, right? Yes, he was. Well deserved, and he's fucking. This is fucking good. This is a really good scene in a not great episode. All right, Martha, very sad, saying a lot with her face. Well, if you go to Metropolis, you should go. Before it gets too dark. And Martha heads off. Great, like, hurt walk away by Martha. She's like, quick so head good. flip. Yeah. So good. Um, great scene. Everybody's doing great. Um, so Martha is dropping off the items in suicide slums. <laughs> Literally uh, the same corner where Lex got shot. Pretty sure. <laughs> pretty there's only sure. the one. Um so muggers push her down, steal the watch, and almost kill her. Yeah, the guy's like, like kill her. Like the one guy like walks away and he says, "Yeah, finish her off." <laughs> I live in a major city where crime happens, <laughs> and in fact, I believe crime also happens in your city, wherever you are. You, the listener, crime probably happens occasionally in, this, in your city. And it's usually the extent of like, give me your shit. I don't like want a murder charge. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not saying exceptions aren't out there, but like it, most is people, it is suicide slum. It is suicide slums. Um, Mama K gets the funniest concussion we've gotten in a while where <laughs> the guy shoves her and she like stumbles into a chain link fence. And that's how she gets a concussion. Shit, I this will be this will be terrible podcasting, but I do have Martha here. <laughs> well, let's get it so we can get your reaction to it because it's yeah, uh, I have to see it fun. again. Oh no, that's screwed. No, nice bling, Brad. That was my husband's. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> 
so the man, the the mugger, a stereotypical comic book thing, thug, skinhead, yeah, yeah, does like a backhand thing, smack, to which Martha then stumbles, takes a good five steps before hitting something, going uh, and then hitting the ground. <laughs> but he, I feel like he slaps her in the other direction, and she walks the other way, and like, <laughs> and the thing she hits is not hard; it's a chain link fence. Is yep. the is yep. the problem? <laughs> That's the most impressive concussion thus far. I gotta say, gosh, golly. Okay, um, so, however, she is saved by a masked female fighter who swoops out of the sky and beats them up. The rescuer leaves just as the police arrive. Uh, Lana asks Clark to coffee, but he says he is too busy. She urges him to stop bottling his emotions up, but Clark insists that she doesn't have to worry. Martha arrives home with a large bruise on her cheek and tells him about the masked rescuer who stole the watch. So, first of all, when the scene with where Lana shows up, she said she thought she would she would come stop by to see if he wanted to get a frothy cappuccino. Right, hey, uh, Lana, frothy cappuccino. Just very specific. Um, when Mama K comes in with the huge. <laughs> bruise and like red mark all over the side of her face where she hit the chain link fence yeah Clark goes are you are you hurt no clark i'm doing great <laughs> i know you don't feel pain this this is bad buddy look at my face are you hurt are you hurt clark goes to the daily planet and tells chloe that the police have no leads yeah no shit <laughs> No shit. <laughs> uh, like, I'm sorry. In any other universe, your watch is fucking gone, dude. Um, it is comical. You even thought, do you even bother to go to the police? They're gone into the night. If Unless you have a mugger and you've brought them to the police station, they're gone. <laughs> right. Also, leads. How long ago did this crime occur? It's the same right. night still. <laughs> Have they reported it yet? Like, she... yeah, Also, what was she doing dropping off clothes in suicide slums? <laughs> uh, that is something the cops might say. Yeah, right. What, what uh, were you doing there? <laughs> um... Okay, as they wait for the report to be faxed, they talk about Martha's benevolent rescuer. rescuer. Chloe says uh, she has been tracking the vigilante for weeks and is excited to have an eyewitness to complete the story. Clark feels guilty uh, about semicolon. Clark feels guilty about semicolon is what the wiki has written here. And I'm going to throw out there. I have no fucking idea when to use a semicolon. No, no one whatsoever. No one does. No one does. It's the big secret. But I know when it's not it. And I know <laughs> <laughs> that that ain't it. Um, okay. Clark feels guilty about not accepting the watch, not escort, not escorting Martha to the city, his father's death and his relationship with Lana. Yeah. Clark feels guilty about a lot of things. Wiki, you're right. It's true. Yeah. 
with all of his emotions close to the surface, he gets upset with Chloe for trying to cash in on the situation. He says that all he can think about is getting the watch back. As he exits the office, he bumps into another intern, the clumsy and bespectacled Andrea Rojas, who apologizes profusely and shuffles away. We are, of course, doing a sort of... Do you th- There's no way this character was meant to be a bigger thing, right? No, I don't think so. It's... This feels like kind of, oh, maybe Clark gets the idea here to be a bumbling, like, but this right. is the only scene we see it in. So, like, even why do it, I right. guess, is yeah. where yeah. I'm at. Um, also, I was going to ask, they can't possibly have meant this to be a reveal later, right? That that she's the same person? Like, There's no way. They're assuming we know, right? Because it's yeah. obvious. They have to be. There's no, okay. It didn't even occur to me to not think it was her. That wasn't right. even in the realm of my mind, you know? <laughs> um, okay, Lex finds Lana at the Talon doing closing work for Martha. I was, this episode a handful of times, uh, like had me question like did you forget that that's not the status quo anymore and then they have like a line of dialogue they're like no actually it's fine this happens twice this episode um it's lex walks in on lana working at the town like show did you think i don't fucking remember lana don't work here no more Did you think I fucking forgot? I don't fucking forget. I have a podcast about this show. I don't fucking forget. Um, but no, sure enough, she's like, Martha asked me. It, it's She even specifies, and granted, this is probably for the benefit of the TV audience, I suppose, but she even specifies, like, they're going through a lot right now. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> and, uh... Lex does say he try he has tried to reach out to Clark, but he doesn't want yes. to talk to him. Yes. Um. So, um, they talk about how Martha and Clark are coping. Later, Lex goes to confront Lionel. No, sorry, covert- we're skipping over the whole meat of the scene, which is Lex apologizes for kissing Lana uh, without invitation. Yeah, the night of the election. And yep. she's like, it's okay, you already apologize. He says it means a lot more when it's not coming from a drunk person. Then they talk about Clark. And then Lex launches right back into being creepy again. Right. He's and like, like, if if you need someone to talk to or I'm always here for you. He's like, fuck off. You just apologize for being a creep. Right. So like, well, like, anyway, here's more creepiness. And mm-hmm. Lana's reaction to the apology is the correct, like, I'd kind of just rather wish we didn't talk about this because you made it weird and being around you is weird and i kind of would like less weird in my life actually yeah and i don't feel comfortable being alone with you in this closed coffee shop right because you're a creep (laughs) and you're being a creep anyway let's get married next season (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's become a couple in four episodes oh my god (laughs) is that what we're doing I mean, uh, maybe not four, but it's very soon. Yeah, it's before it's the imminent. end of this it's season. It's imminent, huh? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, later, Lex goes to confront Lionel. This is the other one. I don't remember the, the exact line of dialogue. is, But I'm like, Lionel ain't got... Lionel 
like went good had a spiritual awakening and like wasn't involved with the company anymore and then there was a fucking line about a takeover yada yada buyout um i do i do love the lex lionel scenes of this episode it's just two wonderful lex lionel like back and forth which we haven't had in a while there's corporate espionage we haven't had that in a while now i do think the corporate maneuverings are vague and sound like total bullshit but it doesn't matter one bit because all that matters is you know who has the upper hand right in each scene that's all that matters right i don't care too much about the bullshitting when i don't understand it anyway no no and they're, (laughs) they're counting on that the writers are counting on that no one gives a fuck you're right I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so Lex goes to confront Lionel, who is covertly leading the Apex Group takeover of Luther Corp. Lex can't stop him after the losses Luther, Cap- Luther Corp suffered by financing Lex's unsuccessful bid for U.S. Senate. Hang on. I know I just said I don't know shit about fuck. I don't think that's okay. <laughs> well, I don't think it. No, yeah, the company shouldn't be financing his run for election. Also, state Senate run. How much did you spend, Lex? <laughs> this yeah, is right. a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah, right. How much of the coffers did you go into for state Senate, Lex, that you lost? <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think that's like allowed. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Um no. Now I'm I'm Am I fully confident a former and maybe future president of the United States um, is uh, also uh, doing that? Sure, of course. Uh, but uh, Don't uh, say that. Um, there's a really good evil Wilson here where <laughs> Lionel is like strutting his shit and he sits in his Lex's desk and he pulls out this gun and Lex's like, what are you going to shoot me? <laughs> yes. Lionel's like, I wouldn't do that. This is an antique. And then oh, he tells the story how line. it's it's like general macarthur's gun and he's like what did he say when he returned to the philippines i have returned and then lex, <laughs> lex walks out and is like you haven't taken the beaches yet it's just wonderful it's just lovely. so good so good Those i just two. love i wouldn't shoot this as an antique that's so good yeah exactly uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, lex lionel where's that spinoff man uh it's succession but just lionel exactly fucking lex it's basically give it to me right oh um so chloe and clark continue to research the masked avenger and chloe nicknames her the angel of vengeance what is it about fictional superhero names superheroes superheroes in a fictional space that are not actually a pop culture superhero okay yeah that are just the worst fucking names no one can come up with like a cool fucking name for and chloe's so proud of herself like the angel you said she like swooped out of the sky like the angel of vengeance and it's like to to be fair i think most of those fake superheroes are in this show i think that's where you have most of those that's it they're all here what's the one that the one that lex reads growing up the comic um like the it, superman that's, equivalent. A, that's warrior angel <laughs> yes they, they, they got a thing angel. for angel yeah warrior angel angel of death oh the police report facts arrives uh but when clark goes to retrieve it the angel swoops down and orders chloe to stop her investigation 
Clark tries to intervene, but she is as strong as and more agile than he is. She tells him to stay out of her way and flies away. Chloe is enthralled, but Clark seems uninterested until he realizes that the Angel of Vengeance is probably the only person who knows who mugged his mother. It was just a fucking guy in the terrible <laughs> part of town. Clark. You, want me, you, want, you want me to fucking remember a guy? Just a guy. I see a lot <laughs> he of He does guys. have a tattoo of a 13 on his neck. Um, okay. A tattoo of a 13 on it. I bet I bet there's a guy with a tattoo of a 13 on his neck in fucking New York City. I don't know where to fucking start, Zach. Uh, Clark has a good Nietzsche line here in this scene where uh, Chloe is saying how cool her costume is, the the angel of vengeance, and Clark says, a little over the top if you ask me. <laughs> love it also gotta say it's not that cool <laughs> no that's the costume is a huge flop mm-hmm. huge flop mm-hmm. in this episode of like and it's funny if picture this imagine smallville invented batman and batman just shows up would we with smallville's budget so imagine batman with smallville's budget and Smallville's general predilections. Would we be like, fucking lame? I mean, honestly, it depends on the the, the suit they put together, you know? I guess so. I mean... Adam West. Some... At, just fully Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> like, if they, if they show up with the Michael Keaton's Batman suit, which, you know, they could probably afford at that point in time. Yeah, right. I think we're like, right. I think we're like that's pretty cool. It's, yeah. Uh... yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, Clark devises a plan in which he pretends to be a robber mugging Chloe to draw out the masked vigilante. I like this scene in theory. I think it could have been better. I, I, I feel like this is happening. Hello, hello. Here we go. Yeah, you just cut out for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I feel like this is happening a lot lately in the show where like I'm kind of vibing with this bit, this thing you're doing. Man, I wish there was a lot more of it. I wish you weren't in a rush to move on from this fun scene. Yeah. Um, I I think we I I think as the show goes on, we sit in those moments longer and uh, I'm ready for it. Why are we Um, rushing through the fun stuff to get to more exactly angel of vengeance, you know? (laughs) Yeah, because this is a post Johnny K's death episode. Okay, this is. Uh, I guess so. We're, we're mourning. So. Um, there's a great um, moment in this in this scene where Clark says, "I didn't come here to fight," and then literally, after he finishes finishes saying that, he hurls her into some pipes. I didn't come here to fight, <laughs> and then just launches her thirty feet through the air into some pipes. <laughs> So good. Uh, When she arrives, Clark fights and unmasks her, revealing that she is Andrea. She tells him that she received a heart transplant from a victim of the second meteor shower and gained superhuman agility and strength with it. Sure. Uh, She reveals that she always carries a locket with a meteor rock in it to remind her. Clark, you got a lot of information here of like... (laughs) It must have been the radioactive rocks from the meteor shower that affected the heart, and now I am super. Um, But all right, it's fine. Um, 
So Clark asks her about saving Martha and the stolen watch. He admits that it belonged to his father, and she correctly guesses that Clark is grieving his death. She tells him that she that she was stabbed in the heart during a botched mugging in which her mother was killed. She agrees to help him get the watch back, but acknowledges that Clark what Clark really wants is justice. They decide to confront the gang that was responsible. So this this storyline is basically Clark trying to get vengeance for his dad's death. But right. no one killed his dad. Take it up with Jor-El, man. Go back to your fucking ice fortress and your dad who's just making up fucking rules. Yeah, it's the the mugger did not kill your dad. Nope. Sure. Nope, stole now, the watch. He did, he did shove your Tried mom in a chain, chain link fence. So yeah, and they were very cavalier about maybe killing her. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whoop his ass, but like no one killed Johnny K except for your dad with his Except for your dad. Slash the universe asterisk. Your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jor-El for months was saying, uh, I'm gonna have to kill someone you love because of you know what you did. And then he then he kills him. He's like, Really? It's the universe though. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when it all comes down to it, isn't everything the universe? <laughs> Jor-El Jor immediately has like regret. He's like, Oh fuck, maybe that was too uh, much. How am I gonna get out of oh, shit? Oh, he liked that guy, huh? <laughs> I'm supposed to bond uh, with this kid. Just Jor-El's AI crystal. Oh, oh I feel bad. he doesn't like that. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> However, I think this now goes to prove, though, that Jonathan would have had no effect in the Senate because his destiny <laughs> was to fucking die in his driveway. And Jor-El was like, boom, good enough. Or maybe that's not how it works because this don't make no sense. No. Uh, Martha goes to the Daily Planet looking for Clark, but only finds Chloe. He hasn't answered his cell phone all day, and she guesses that he is trying to find the muggers. Martha worries. And anyone that he's can just walk into the Daily Planet at night, by the way. Super easy. I So I worked at a New York media company, not a major newspaper. I worked for a website, and that had a security guard posted by a gate. And then I had to swipe a card. And that opened the gate. <laughs> right. Martha yeah. can just wander right in. Three in the middle of the night. I guess we don't know. I mean, like you could you could call down a security and let a visitor in. Do we know for sure? Does, is Chloe like, oh, you're here. I'm surprised. Do we know for sure Chloe didn't like buzz her in? Uh, I got the vibe that she didn't know she was coming, but maybe I missed that. Maybe. Maybe. The truth is they're not thinking about it. There's a so lot of stuff happening in the middle of the night here because it is we're definitely in the middle of the night. Like we're past midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel like that's established. And Lionel and Lex are doing corporate intrigue. <laughs> Busy day. Busy fucking day. <laughs> Uh, Martha worries that his guilt and denial uh, will manifest itself somehow, and with Clark's abilities, she is afraid of what will happen. She says Jonathan always knew what to say and tells Chloe that she appreciates being able to share Clark's secret. Clark and Andrea find the 13th Street gang, but they refuse to reveal their leader, Snake. 
snake that fucking we're really thirteenth Street. Really game. lazy, yeah. With the just like let's go to names. fucking si- let's go to like the cliche fucking Simpsons character gang leader. <laughs> um, also, did you notice? Snake? Yeah, that's Snake Plissken. No, Snake. Uh, sorry, yeah. Snake Plissken is from uh, Escape from New York. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Did you notice that? All these gang members appear to be in their 40s for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. The lucrative, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, gang, great gangs, 401k, 13th Street Gang. Gangs noteworthy for being young. Yeah, right, right. Gang I mean, members. they usually have to be. It's not, it's not you. Yeah, there's great no 401k. 13th Street gang, right, yeah. Great 401k. Yeah. Honestly, it's. I probably should go get another job. I know because of all the violence and the crime, but man, just can't give it up. Like <laughs> HR is really responsive. It's just, it's really fitting my needs right now. Yeah. They're uh, um, career gang members. There you go. I'm a career gang go. member. Um, as they leave the gang members call snake and Clark super speeds and steals the phone from him and takes it to Chloe after faking a pizza order and getting the address. Chloe starts to call the police, but Clark intends to deal with it himself. Knowing that Clark probably isn't thinking straight. Chloe strongly protests, but Clark speeds away and Andrea promises Chloe that she will follow to keep an eye on him. Um, what's her name? Andrea changes in a phone booth and they talk about it. That's an Ichi line. Got it. I missed that. Clark finds Snake and the two fight. Snake says he sold the watch and Clark chokes him until he is almost dead. Yeah, not really a fight. Just Clark just. <laughs> yeah, throws right. him I don't know. A... I don't know if Clark really needs to like get into fights usually with normal. He throws humans. him into this wooden crate that appeared to be completely empty. Luckily for the guy he threw <laughs> it into. Um, Andrea arrives and encourages Clark to kill him, but he stops himself. Andrea decides to finish the job. Uh, she subdues Clark with her locket and threatens Snake. Snake claims that the man who hired him to kill her mother had received a call from Lionel Luther. Against Clark's protest, Andrea kills him and leaves. Okay. I just realized I made a mistake. Ma- okay. Martha's concussion earlier was hilarious. Yes. But it was not into a chain link fence. I was confused. The chain link fence. I, yeah, right. We watched the clip. Here. and I was like, that didn't. Got it. Got it. Got it. It was got still it. hilarious okay. because she stumbles in the opposite direction. She takes that a she full hit. five steps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It like runs into the wall. Um, this one, this guy got a concussion from a chain link fence. And that that is right. also funny. So I'm writing got down it. this concussion. Great. Uh, we will do penance off the air. For every yeah. <laughs> uh, penance is usually Zach and I just staring directly at our webcams going, I'm sorry to each other. <laughs> a full uh, 100 times before a we full 100 out. times. And we learn our lesson. Uh, Lionel is making himself comfortable in an office at Luther Corp and mocks Lex for his unsuccessful effort to get the company back. Lex threatens to tell Martha that Lionel and Jonathan met secretly just before he died. To tell Martha that Lionel and Jonathan met secretly just before he died. Got it. The blackmail works and Lionel concedes. He stops trying to obtain the company and Lex hires him as a special consultant. Wait, that is not in the scene. That also sounded insane to me. 
No, like I think maybe that's in another episode or a deleted scene or something. There's no special consultants mentioned. The that scene was, yeah, ends with really... Lex with with Lionel like, okay, what do you want? Like for this blackmail, and Lex Got is it. like, you you know, I hope you enjoyed your stay. Like, get the fuck out. Got it. Got it. It's an it's a mic drop, and L- Rosenbaum is so good in the scene, and they're both. I mean, they're both great. So good, of course. But uh, yeah, he's not a special consultant yet. Maybe next episode. You're jumping the gun, Wiki Writer. We're jumping the gun. That's points off. You'll have to join our our Mia (laughs) Copa. We'll be waiting. Uh, The other gang member arrives, sees that Snake is dead, and prepares to kill Clark, unknowingly pulling him away from the kryptonite. Clark dispatches him and gets to Luther Corp just as Andrea is about to throw Lionel out the window and tries to talk her out of it. Realizing that Clark would never let her get away with murder, she flies away and vanishes. Clark catches Lionel before he falls. And uh, Lionel, he says, uh, why do I get the feeling you saved me for her benefit? Uh, not for right. mine. Right. And then he then he says, either way, thank you, son. Son. I was waiting. Yeah, I liked it. I was waiting for like a line from Clark, but also I kind of liked that there wasn't. Yeah, because I yeah. think we're because I, mean, I think we're gonna play with that a little bit. Oh, we are. He I mean, he call he calls him son from here on out. I think. Yeah. Ballsy, yeah. ballsy to do it so soon after his dad's death, though. So also, soon. yeah, you're. Your dad's dead. I'm going to call you son. And son, I'm trying to fuck your mom. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I genuinely love that Lex always wanted Johnny K to be his dad. And now mm-hmm. Lionel desperately wants Clark to be his son. It's good. Guys, the show is good. The it's poor a good Luthers. Show. These Luthers. What a mess. Oh. Full succession. I'm telling you, I'm, I want I want the Luthers <laughs> of succession um, that evening. Martha starts to cry when she sees one of Jonathan's jackets hanging up in the barn. She's interrupted by Lionel, who offers his condolences. He asks about Jonathan's Senate seat and tells Martha that he refuses to accept Jonathan's campaign finance repayment, a sizable portion of their farmland. He's, I mean, that's the least says, you can do, Lionel. He's, he says, I'm not going to let money and politics come between us like it did with me and Jonathan. Um, you guys I also like, didn't like each other. It wasn't like you were friends what, and that came between What you. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he wanted nothing to do with you because you uh, held something over his head and are generally a pretty evil person. It wasn't like you're, you're, you were buddies you're an evil dude. and then like he owed you money and that came between you. What are you talking about? What what is what is the fictional character Lionel talking about on our earth in our reality? How did why was that in the script? Like I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's no Strange. good. Strange. Uh, the next morning at the Daily Planet, Clark and Chloe find that Andrea has disappeared. I do want to say uh, that Martha, or uh, why can't I remember her name? The actress Annette who plays O'Toole. Martha. Annette O'Toole, thank you. Jeez Louise. Uh, Annette O'Toole is doing great work in that scene with Lionel. She's playing it very skeptical. 
Like skeptical yeah. of Lionel being so friendly, but also you can tell she so desperately needs a shoulder to cry on. Yes. yes. So like yes. she's she's doing wonderful work there. This is a great aside from that like comical five step to the concussion, uh, <laughs> this is a great Annette tool work episode. It is. It is. She's doing great. Um, I think this might be some of the best work she's done the whole show, personally. I agree, because she actually has something to play here, other than, like, Jonathan! (laughs) Let her cook, man. Let her cook. Yeah, she's a good Um, actress. Okay. Clark admits uh, that Chloe was right. So, yes. Sorry. In the next scene, you just said that the, the... What's the girl's name? She disappeared? Andrea, yes. Yeah, Chloe says uh, Andrea pulled uh, Amelia Earhart. She disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle, and like she she crashed an airplane. Yeah, what what are you talking about? That's not an Amelia Earhart. Hey, uh, hey, Chloe, let's rock that one. Let's work that one way backwards. How'd you get there? Yeah, let's let's workshop your references. She has like a whiteboard with like references. She's like, I don't know. I just pulled one off the whiteboard today. I wasn't. Yeah, that's it. That happens. Um, I wouldn't. I would half guess a Smallville writers room had that whiteboard. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Someone sitting there at their laptop, like, pull the fucking did- Amelia. Okay, Earhart. someone disappeared. Okay, who we got? Um, DB Cooper, <laughs> um, Houdini. It's, but it's I a woman, wonder- Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart. Sorry, I've been rewatching Buffy, and I'm, I'm only I'm only a couple episodes into the first season. Um, but uh, like Buffy's very quippy, and Smallville is very 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 indebted to Buffy at times, frequently just a ripoff. Um, but uh, Buffy very 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 Joss Whedon obnoxiously quippy, and like it's weird to see Smallville trying to do that. And you end up with things like Polt and Amer- an Amelia Earhart. Like, I mean, I think Chloe specifically is the most Whedon-y character yes. in the show, right? Yes, She's definitely. In- in- intended to be quippy and uh, right. right, fast. Um, they're doing their best. You know, sometimes... They're doing sometimes, their best. Sometimes they reach into that reference drawer and they pull out Amelia Earhart. You know? You know? Sometimes. Um... Okay, uh, so Chloe was right. Uh, Clark shouldn't have gone after Snake. He confines that he was ready to kill Snake, but his dad's voice in his head made him stop. Chloe said to Clark, if Andrea didn't cross any line, the city, if, if Andrea didn't cross any line, the city of Metropolis needed someone like her and asked Clark could... And as Clark could do, you're hurting my what? brain. Stop. Tell me about it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out if I'm having a stroke or if this is written the way I'm. <laughs> Wait, they Wait, need it... a semicolon in there somewhere. I think. I think. <laughs> so I believe Chloe here is basically saying, "Hey, if Andrea wasn't a fucking psychopath <laughs> and murderer, it'd be dope if someone was going around fixing problems around the city of Metropolis." Okay. Okay. Yes, we do need a superhero, just one that's not a crazy killer. Right. Uh, so Clark arrives at his loft and finds his father's watch found by Lana, who searched every pawn shop until she found it. 
Clark finally admits that he feels lost and alone, and Lana offers a sympathetic ear. She encourages Clark him should at least go down on her after that. You know what I mean? Uh, she's wanted least. it. She's wanted it for so long. I know you can't use your pee pee because you're worried you're going to kill her. Definitely, right. But Give no, her his something. tongue could do the same fucking thing. Dude. Exactly. His tongue could be still dangerous. No, I mean his tongue could still be dangerous. Oh, that's true. <laughs> dude, we don't know. I think we've been a little hard on Clark with the sex stuff. I, I'm walking it back. I'm walking it back. Look, I think the maybe... only thing I will admit is, let's even if his tongue wasn't dangerous, at the age of 18 or 19, you don't really know what to do with it. Right? <laughs> if you're a guy, you really have no idea what to do with it. That... Not at all. I'm fucking 35, and I'm still just doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just need some guidance you know like that's he it. needs lana that's to tell it. her he needs lana to tell her like this is before hey. youtube so he can't just go yeah, on youtube it. and watch some instructional that's it uh all right i have a clip here of this watch scene put it on to take i okay here's the thing I, costumes I maybe wouldn't have given him a watch already. <laughs> you agree? Am I crazy? Does that matter? Or is that an important piece of business? I don't know. I would say no watch. I would say don't put a watch on him already. Yeah, I think I so. Know. I think you're right. I think you're right. Thike puts on his father's watch. A, a visual representation of a little more great. movement towards acceptance. It's good. Your dad would be really happy. Now go down on me. Now do it. Get down there. Uh, Clark comes back into the funhouse. Oh, yeah, this is heartbreaking. I can't believe you're going to make me watch this again. So it's worth noting, uh, uh, John Schneider is still in the opening credits. Um, uh, this I, I don't assume he shows up again, but this the following is shot specifically for this episode. Um, right. It's, uh, it's, so John it's really effective, still, too. It's really effective. It's good. It's good. All right. So uh, maybe maybe we'll just play it without without commentary. Martha is going to be watching something on the television. Be careful. Don't worry, sweetheart. It's going to be fine. Always say. That way. Hang on tight. What are you kidding? This young man's a man of steel. Look at him. Take one more turn. Where are you going? Try not show our son the back 40. After all, it's all going to be his one day, right? Park, way by to mommy, son. Bye-bye. Man, it's a really good bit of like, so we get, oh, okay, the Man of Steel bit, of course, is a hard boo. But like, I'm actually almost maybe even mad that they cheapened it with that dumb little like he's a man of steel but yeah that's uh, a that's a you're right that's that's the one like uh come on guys I'm you not, have a moment i'm not here. that mad at it but i would maybe petition not to have done that if i were in that writer's like, room he, he uh, makes it work as well as it could work yes and like so we've got um john schneider on a tractor with a, a younger man who is not uh, Tom Willing, it's a, a young boy, um, 
And uh, then we cut to we get we, of course, get a, a close up of John Schneider on the television saying goodbye with a wave. Uh, and then we cut to Annette O'Toole looking back at Clark, who's, of course, watching the TV. And the shot is on Clark's wrist with the watch. And it's fucking effective. I am not made of stone. I have a heart and it is fucking broken. <laughs> what killed me was the was him turning to camera and going bye bye. Uh huh. Oh. 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 Well done. Ugh. Well done, Smallville. Well done. It's also weird now. Of like, uh, I don't know if this is weird. I've been now that I'm a I'm a father. I've been taking a lot of videos. Of like it immediately happened, right? Like the kid came out. I'm like videos, videos, and it's funny. I had to explain to my in laws that the videos aren't for me. Uh, like maybe she, my daughter, will one day want to hear her grandparents' voices, our voices. Will right, want to yeah. hear mundane conversations and things. Uh, that's totally. what I'm doing that for. Totally. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. No, she will. That has value. Absolutely. Right. Right. Um, so I think that'll be interesting, but I won't know because I'll probably be dead. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave with my death, with my final words will be like the password to a Dropbox where I will just have the most <laughs> mundane shit in video. You're like, oh, shit. No, wait, that's the password to my porn Dropbox. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at it. Oh, wait, I'm okay. Wait, can I remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So that was that episode. We had no fucking needle drops this episode. I don't like an episode with no needle drops. Every episode should have a fucking needle drop. It certainly would have been shoehorned in. Where could they have put one? It would have had to have been either in like the suicide slums when they're at the, the, the like they're doing a trash that can fire a great spot for a like new metal someone's song, got a boom box like you know yeah yeah or yeah, lionel's yeah. listening to beethoven or some shit in the no, office the beethoven yeah. shit doesn't count you also could have shoehorned something in at the very end there with the jonathan ken video but i'm glad they didn't that's not the right call you, you can't have lifehouse over there or something no no um, Oh, Brian, I do uh, want to say this has nothing to do with this episode, but I told you last night I was looking ahead on Hulu to see like episode descriptions for the future. Yeah. At the beginning of season six, there's an episode where Lex throws a charity ball uh, and he gets all American rejects to perform. <laughs> yes. That's in the that's in the episode description. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Per oh, the Lifehouse boy. rule established by you and I when we overturned the Emily ruling, that will be eligible for a needle drop, whatever song we play with all American. I'm going to call it the come on rule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Lois Lane this episode. No Luther Mansion this episode. Um,. I have here in the notes the home movie Martha's watching was original footage filmed for this episode. Um, oh my god, Andrea's adventures as the Angel of Vengeance are continued in Volume Three of the Chloe Chronicles, which are still happening in fucking season five, I guess. 
Is that I a Patreon? Guess... Should we be doing a Patreon of the we Chloe? We probably Chronicles? have to watch the Chloe Chronicles. Let me stress, Zach, to you. I don't wanna. <laughs> Should we wait until like they're all done and then we can just hammer them out? Maybe that's it. I wanna stress there is nothing less interesting to me than an online exclusive about more of the angel of vengeance. <laughs> I have you don't want to really dig into the work of Allison Mack, the great Allison Mack. You don't want to. <laughs> you know what, Zach? Nah, nah. There's there's only so many precious minutes of our life. I think she got released. Didn't she get released from prison recently? She has been released from prison recently. Yeah. Um, it, it has nothing to do with it. Congratulations. It has nothing to do with her. I just don't want to fucking watch the Chloe Chronicles. I don't care if she was the fucking Pope, Zach. I don't want to fucking watch the Chloe Chronicles. It, it will be easier As it stands, she's not the Pope. She branded people. She branded people for her It will be easier for her to accept a future possible MVP award now that she's out of prison. That's true. That's true. What else you got? Do you think going she's going to get a Mac? cameo? You think she's going to get a cameo? <gasps> Zach, gotta pay do you, those do you, those legal fees somehow. Zach, do you think Allison Mack will get a cameo? And if you think she'll get a cameo, when? Let's officially set a year, like amount of years or month closest without going over wins something. It will be interesting to see if she has any bounce back whatsoever, or if it's just done for her forever. For There's no bounce back. There's no bounce back. I, I don't know I, what's next for Allison Mack. There's no bounce back, dude. Like if she has her own TV reality show or like her own show where she comes clean about everything and repents. And I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Podcast is, there... is the podcast is the only future for Allison Mack. Allison Mack fucking slums it with us. That's it. Do you think she, no she shows up? Do you think she ever shows up on Rosenbaum's podcast? No, no. I think Rosenbaum has been like, he's never directly said it. Not that I've listened to significant amounts of Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, but I think he's like said without saying like, no, she's kind of weird. And I, I never fucking like liked her. <laughs> Have, did you hear the story uh, on his podcast about like the time she just like kind of brought a bunch of weirdos to his house? Yes. Yes. I did hear that. Yep. And I think... I think that was at least like a tipping point of like, you're into some weird shit. Um, I'll, I'll link to that in the description of this episode, the video where he talks about that. Um, all right, moving on. Cause we're almost done here. Uh, let's, uh, some lines here about the Nietzsche lines. Um, in this episode, Lex begins his plan to divide and conquer talking about. You're, Am I ducking out? Hello. Yeah, hello. you ducked out. Yeah, you ducked out there. Uh, sorry about that, everybody. Um, okay. Uh, the travel time of Martha going from Smallville to Metropolis and back twice in one day does not make sense. It was established in earlier seasons that the drive takes approximately three hours. Drive time alone should take about 12 hours. Since it was nighttime during her mugging, a conservative estimate would have Martha leaving home around 2 p.m., being mugged at 5 p.m., and then being back home at 8 p.m. 
visiting Chloe at the Daily Planet at 11 p.m. and finally being home and talking to Lionel at 2 a.m. Since the Kents are farmers, they would likely wake up no later than 6.30 a.m. as established in the episode Hidden. Uh, this is assuming that it would... <laughs> It would be dark enough at 5 p.m. and that the criminals would start so early. It's suicide slums. Let's. Uh, a more realistic estimate is to place the mugging at 7 p.m. and the visit from Lionel at 4 a.m., which seems implausible. Honestly, honestly, we make fun of this wiki a lot. You know what we don't do is applaud some incredible wiki work. Exactly. And that, this that was incredible great. wiki work. <laughs> I do think hundred uh, percent. Great job, Wiki. This is about the time in the show where we start fudging the numbers on the Metropolis thing a lot more. Where we yeah. say because yeah. uh, there's you know, in future episodes, Clark works in Metropolis or or Lois works in Metropolis and lives on right. the farm. So like Got it. The commute we're 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 now we're gonna be like, it's like forty five minutes. I have so let's say so let's let's take the three hours. I I have a, a a point in my life lived in New Haven, Connecticut, worked in Manhattan, and I took the train from the start of the line to the end of the line five days a week, uh, and that was not quite three hours. That was two and some change. And let me tell you, I was fucking haggard. No <laughs> Absolutely. shit ripped to fucking shreds as a shit just weary so like the fact that like i'm sure lois lane is still very peppy and lois lane like (laughs) well yeah that's absurd but like making the drive twice in one night fuck that fuck that is, is is a bit much um so uh i guess that's everything for this episode oh brian Uh, we didn't talk about the one thing the one important thing is uh that that mama k got offered johnny k's senate seat oh right oh right is this how it works it can't be can it no no what what happens if someone let's take take this scenario what do you have another i think the governor probably the governor probably gets to pick or someone gets to pick i guess there's some sort of like interim right it's an interim while they figure it out but it's a weird thing for the governor to pick the guy's wife when she has no i'm googling i'm googling what happens uh election winner Winner, guys, Kansas State Senate, Smallville. (laughs) Um, I have presidential candidate here. Um, Let's go Senate. Because I bet it's different. Um, Oh, come on. If a candidate dies or is incapacitated... Um, there is no federally required process to follow if a candidate who is projected to receive the electoral votes dies or becomes incapacitated between the general election and the meeting of the electors. However, individual states may have their own requirements. The governor will like blah, 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 fucking blah. Oh, hey, hey, how about Tell this? me what happens. If a vacancy occurs to a senator's death, resignation, or expulsion, the 17th Amendment allows state legislatures to empower the governor to appoint a replacement 
to complete the term or to hold office until a special election can take place. Now, I think that's for U.S. Senate, but that sounds reasonable. Okay, so it is officially reasonable that they could ask Martha to take it. It's reasonable that the governor would get to choose, that he would ask the guy's wife. Sure. Who has no political experience. I mean, neither did Johnny Kay, but... I guess it is implied that Lionel is pulling the strings. That's true. That's we we didn't take that into account. So That's Lionel true. is yeah, Lionel is is saying, "Hey, pick Martha, governor. Here's money." All right, all right. I'm officially okay. into. I buy it, camp. Yeah, I buy okay. it now. Yep. All right. Uh, Chaka win right. up for Smallville. There you go. You got you got one. <laughs> We will not be doing penance for that, though, after the no, episode. No, 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 no. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Talon Mix. Hey, in the description of this episode, there is a link. At that link, you can find uh, links, uh, further links to, uh, say, our Discord, where you can interact with us. You can also find our Patreon. That's uh, where, hey, if you're really, really enjoying the show and maybe want to show some support in a monetary capacity, we don't at all expect it, but we super, super appreciate it. We try to put some bonus stuff up on there when we can. We're a little overdue, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll get on that. Uh, if none of that is of interest to you, we totally understand. Uh, what's also nice, honestly, equally nice, uh, is a nice review, a star rating on your podcasting platform of choice, uh, or just a thumbs up on the street. If you ever see us, don't, don't acknowledge, don't, don't ever look at me. <laughs> don't, make eye, don't make eye contact with me. You fucking Thebe, you useless nightmare okay. person who Stop. listens to a smallville <laughs> podcast <laughs> uh we'll uh, we'll catch you next week everybody zach do you have a question for the smallville gods uh loser says yeah good night everybody <laughs>